welcome back to your gamer's favorite gamer's podcast with your host, Scott and Adrian. Welcome to another episode of Insert Coin to Continue. I'm Scott. And I'm JJ. Um, for some personal reasons, Adrian had to step away from the show. So it's just going to be you and I rolling here for a little while. Um, but, you know, Adrian's always welcome back whenever he, you know, is ready to come back. But um, it, it is what it is. Yep. It's a funny thing about real life. It kind of, it, it comes at you and, you know, certainly going to miss having him around. And like you said, absolutely thrilled to have him back uh, whenever it works out for him. Man. Yeah. And he's still going to be doing some behind the scenes stuff for the show. Um, you know, cause he was always our, our leaks and rumors guy. Um, but just, you know, recording as often as we do, with everything he's got going on just wasn't fitting into his schedule so we'll make her work absolutely so uh scott how you been man i'm good just working and working and finally after two weeks off because the the covid i'm back to work so yeah well that's you know about the same here you know minus the the covid bit i've I've got a weird wonky schedule where I don't work more than three days in a row and I've always got two days off, but they're 12 hour days. So, right. So the big news this week in in gaming was the DC fandom. Absolutely. And not, not just uh, one side or the other, you know, you've got the suicide squad kill the justice league uh, game that's out. And we've also got Gotham Knights, also, we got a pretty sweet video for that one. I'm, I'm pretty excited, Scott. Yeah, we haven't got release dates on them yet, but I'm definitely excited for them. Yep, uh, me too. Uh, actually, I, I just happened upon a video on Facebook that talked about you know some of the cool things that you can get when you 100% complete a game. And um, let's see, it would have been Batman Arkham City. If you 100% that game, that's the only way to see the, the final cut scene uh, of that game, which actually leads directly into uh, Gotham Knights. Well, I mean, that's not the only way. That's what the internet was invented for. But <laughs> Exactly. Uh, no, um, Gotham Knights looks pretty sweet. You get uh, Batwoman, you get Red Hood, you get Nightwing, and you get Robin. Yep. And... Uh, the premise is that Batman has died, collapsed the the Batcave to, you know, of course, conceal all his stuff. And when he collapsed the Batcave, it sent out a code black to these other Gotham Knights, the other four. Yep. And it was a pre-recorded video. It says, hey, if you're seeing this, I'm dead. I've collapsed the Batcave but I left the bell free for you guys to train in and to use as your, your base of operations. And it says, he says that um, the city is going to need them to be their protector because they can't count on the GCPD ever since Jim Gordon died. Yeah. So I, in, in my own personal opinion, man, I, I loved Arkham City, uh, the way that the game was laid out. And it looks like, you know, ju- at least just from the, the trailer that we got, uh, this game is going to operate in a very similar, like, overworld, city-wide um, kind of layout. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. And I, I recently played through uh, Arkham Knight because it was uh, free on, on PlayStation. So I recently got to play through that, and that one was a whole lot of fun. Um, there's still a ton of side quests and Riddler challenges and you know stuff like that. But as far as the main story, uh, I got a chance to play through that, and that was a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, it's, I downloaded it um, 
September 2019 when it was the the PlayStation Plus free game. And I think for probably two or three weeks after that, that that was my game that I I played on night shift, you know, eight hours at a time. And I mean, the main storyline was excellent. I had seen videos of guys, you know, locking all the the bad dudes up and all of the Riddler challenges. Um, Like you said, just being the, the entire city being open to exploration was awesome and being able to get around the city in a not mind-numbingly grindy fashion was outstanding yeah uh, you know, all the vehicles that were available you turn just, turn the uh, turn the batmobile into a tank yeah. <laughs> and then a remotely controlled tank right <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, so um, I'm definitely excited for for Gotham Knights. That looks like a whole lot of fun. Uh, I'll be yeah. excited to see you know some gameplay from it, um, a little bit more than than what we saw in the the trailer. But I'm yep. definitely excited for it. How do you how do you feel about uh, the the Red Hood character? Now I'm not like super versed in Batman lore, uh, but just the way that he operates seems to be very very different from you know your your typical bat heroes yeah the red hood is the, he's jason todd and he ends up being a bad guy at one okay. point um he was a former robin killed by the joker uh-huh. and was resurrected by raza ghoul in in the lazarus pit okay um but the the pit changes him and his emotions and he becomes the Red Hood. Well, I, I shouldn't necessarily say he's a bad guy. He's like anti-hero. Yeah, but so then he, f- he ends up fighting the Joker, and then he assumes control over the different gangs in the city. And but he's trying to cleanse the city of corruption, like illegal okay. drug and gang violence, but in a violent, anti-heroic way. All right. That sounds like a really uh, unique angle as far as, you know, the Batman games go. Well, just hero stories in general. Um, you know, getting rid of the, what would it be, major evils uh, by utilizing minor evil. Right. Uh, that's awesome, man. So, yeah, you know, he there's definitely a, a, a great storyline with the Red Hood, and there's different versions of the Red Hood but it's definitely something worth checking out for sure. Well, I mean the, you talk about the storyline. I mean, the storyline for Gotham Knights, the bar is going to be super high uh, with how awesome Batman Arkham city was. And then where it started with Arkham Asylum. Right. So uh, the, the other game that we kind of got a peek at that, I don't know, it is going to be new, going to be awesome. Uh, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. We saw a little bit. I'm kind of waiting, kind of reserving judgment until we see gameplay. Mm-hmm. Kind of dive into that and decide if it's going to be a day one or not. Um, Gotham Knights for me is definitely going to be a day one. Yeah. But as far as Suicide Squad, I, I'm not sure yet. Like I said, I'm waiting to see some, some gameplay a little more yeah in-depth video on it well from what i've been able to to dig up um basically like from what they've told us anyway the the gameplay is going to be like all four characters are going to be going through the game simultaneously Mm -hmm. i'm sure they'll split you know here and there but at any one time you and up to three of your friends control the characters or you and you know three ais probably for you know me (laughs) <laughs> and uh, going through the game, you can switch between the characters at any given time. And the, the characters in the game, uh, Harley Quinn, Deadshot, King Shark, and Captain Boomerang. I'm sorry, Captain Boomerang. You just sound like the lamest hero just by going at your name, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Boomerang. At least Captain America, you know. I feel like he stands for something. Captain Boomerang is what he's just always coming back. He's Australian. <laughs> Uh, Rocksteady Games actually confirmed that Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is a continuation of the Arkhamverse that began with Arkham Asylum. 
However, Gotham Knights will focus on the extended Bat Family in a new continuity. Huh. So it so it is, but it isn't part of the verse. I, right. <laughs> huh. I don't know. That's that's wild. I mean, it maybe a missed opportunity there too, because if that's one thing Marvel has going for it, at least as far as the cinematic universe goes. It all runs right together, even when time travel weirdness got involved. Like, they didn't retcon anything. This was a fantastic opportunity for uh, DC to really expand, you know, what, what counts in this world. And I don't know if they alternate continuity or whatever that, like, they felt they would have been chained up too much by what it was they could or could not do. But... Uh, I don't know. I mean, time will tell what, you know, after this game comes out and, and we, we get our hands on it, if that ended up being its downfall or not. But yeah, I don't know. Anybody that knows me knows how big of a Superman fan that I am. Mm -hmm. Why do you think we haven't really gotten a standalone Superman game? You know, that, that is a super valid question, man. Um, Going through the, the history of the DC video games as they came out, you know, there, there were some back in the early, early 90s. But really since then, it, it's been quite a while to have a, a standalone Superman game and definitely nothing on the current generation. So I, I, I really don't know, man. That's, that's definitely a lot of lore and characters I mean, that you could play around with. Back in 2006, we got Superman Returns, mm -hmm. and it was just ultra-repetitive. Well, Electronic Arts was in charge of that game. I think that may have had something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. It was EA and, and Tiburon, but it just it wasn't a very good game. Um, yeah. So why do, you, why do you think it is that it's so hard to get – a good Superman game. Is it just because he's so OP or? I think that could be part of it. I mean, that's why it's, it's so challenging to just have him in a, a Superman movie. I mean, Man of Steel was fantastic. And, you know, the Justice League movie, it, it couldn't get wrapped up until Superman came back. But I, he, is, he is a very OP character by design. So I, maybe it just feels like there's not enough character progression, but I think that's the, that's at the time where you really need to work on your storytelling. And it's, it's not as much about the atypical video game experience. It should be more about you are playing a story that you, you happen to have some, some choices in. Right. Um, you know, there's a, a video game company that does a fantastic job of managing storylines called Telltale Games. And if they did a Superman video game, it wouldn't be the first time that they've been involved with, uh, with a DC project. No, no. We got uh, some Telltale Batman games um, that I checked out a little bit. And you're right. Telltale Games does a fantastic job with their storylines. Yep. And, and making your, your choices count. I mean, which for Superman, you know, the, the kinds of choices he's making, you know, do I murder Lex Luthor and if I do you know what kind of power vacuum does that open up I mean that that just seems like a perfect spot for this company to get involved um but they they've done more than just the Batman games too you know they did a game called The Wolf Among Us um that explored some very ripe uh storytelling possibilities um it, it was kind of like a gritty fairy tale story um, where fairy tale characters existed alongside the humans and they, they masked themselves using a magic called glamour. And the, the entire story was focused on uh, the disincarnation of the big bad wolf solving murders in uh, the, the main town called Fable Town. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there were, there were no major superpowers. There was no, you know, OP character, but so they had to, work through the entire game via uh, quick time events and storyline narratives and everything that could be amazing in a standalone superhero game uh, for Superman. You know, it, we've gotten some good DC games 
over the years. Like the one way that they could incorporate Superman into a game was with Injustice, you know, Injustice 1 and 2, where they were able to make it to where he wasn't just able to kick everybody's ass because they got they got a, a power upgrade mm-hmm. to kind of put them on an even plane with him. Yeah. So or, or at least closer. Right. So you got we got a fighting game there. Hoping at some point during our fantastic video game journey we get a story driven Superman game. Like an open world story driven Superman game. Yep. And well, you know, possibly with the inclusion of the Suicide Squad game, uh, you know, they're exploring what they can and can't do with Superman. You know, him, at least as far as the trailer goes, being a, a very main character in that uh, in that story. Rocksteady Studios has done a fantastic job with the Arkham series. Uh, they're getting their um, new material coming out of Suicide Squad. You know, maybe, maybe this is the time, this next generation PS5, Xbox One. Th- this is the time where uh, a studio that is, has a good history of being awesome, um, that they're, they're going to knock it out of the park. And I have really high hopes that, that they'll do that. What are some of your favorite superhero games, like DC superhero games? You know, because we get a lot of Batman. We've gotten a lot of... Uh, online MMO games. We've gotten uh, like Watchmen. We've gotten Green Lantern. What are what are some of your favorites? Um, so my 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 top level uh, as far as uh, DC superhero games or really just DC games. Uh, first is going to be Batman Arkham City. That's really where I got introduced to it. Um, one because it was free, and if it's free, it's me. Uh, so that that was fantastic, and I also enjoyed the the Batman Telltale series. Part of what we both really enjoyed about the God of War series was, you know, the the quick time uh, interactions with the boss fights and you know various things in the the overworld while you're going through the the storyline and taking a Batman story and pouring that on top of it, more being about the narrative than the you know the knockdown drag out fights uh that that was outstanding i, I love a, a good storyline but we talked a little bit about uh injustice and injustice 2 uh the the fighting games uh all day i can sit and watch the injustice cutscenes. uh you know that various people have chopped together of uh you know the characters talking to each other or you know their finishing moves um with Mortal Kombat being sort of a foundational game for me, um, Injustice 2 felt like a very similar game. And like I said, just watching it was, was a ton of fun for me. It, you know, eventually when that comes around on, on a free game for PlayStation Plus, uh, I'm going to have a ton of fun just pouring hours into that. Uh, how about you, Scott? What was your top one, two uh, favorite well, DC it, games? The, the reason that you're getting the – Mortal Kombat vibe from Injustice is because it's both were made by NetherRealm Studios. Mm-hmm. So it's that's why you're getting the vibe there. But definitely Injustice 1 and 2 for me, which I have them both. I can let you borrow them. My kids and I enjoy playing like DC Lego Batman and DC Lego Super Heroes. You know, my kids and I enjoy the Lego games because it's easy for them to to pick up and to spend time with. So those will always rank high for me because with those games, it's easy enough for the kids to play, but it's also enough for adults to enjoy too. You know, they they put thought into the story. And so that'll always rank high for me. The Arkham series will always be, you know, that, that was so very well done. So that's up there for me too. There was some. There were. There've been some really, really bad ones. The Superman Returns game, and there was yeah. a couple Nintendo games that weren't very good. There was. There was one. It was called Young Justice Legacy. That was pretty high on the doo doo meter. <laughs> Overall, I'm. 
pretty satisfied with with DC games. Yeah. I'm like I said, I'm just really hoping for uh, a good good Superman game. Yeah. Um you know, you and I were both uh uh big fans of the RPG series, you know, like Final Fantasy and things like that. And part of what is great about that is uh, the storytelling. And DC has such a rich history in fantastic storylines. I mean, they, they came from comic books. That's why they exist. So, if, you know, the, the Justice League specifically with its, you know, menagerie of characters, both major and minor, you know, there, there's untapped resources aplenty for um, either – uh, Rocksteady games or, you know, any really anybody that DC decides to put at the helm to really dig in and create a narrative and, a, and an ongoing universe across several games. They're doing a fantastic job with the Arkham series. Um, Suicide Squad is going to kind of tie into the Arkham universe. Maybe, like I said, we'll see. The That different continuity thing I'm, I'm super hung up on. But I would, that would, for me, would put the DC games at, on a whole new level if they could get a continuity going across several games and create a very rich in-game universe for, for gamers to dig in and appreciate. You know, for me, I think the superhero genre in general for video games has so much to offer that hasn't been tapped into yet. Um, not just DC, but Marvel games as well. There's so much content there. There's so much potential mm-hmm. that hopefully with the advancements in you know equipment and what we can do with video games, we'll start getting some really, really good ones. Yeah, I would have to agree there. Um, you, know, you were talking about the, the Lego DC games. Uh, just some notes I had on Lego Batman 2 DC superheroes, um, you know, primarily focused on Batman and Superman teaming up in the game uh, against both the Joker and Lex Luthor. And the the storyline for that Lego game, even though it, you know, it, it is a Lego game and it has its own set of expectations there, the storyline has actually been billed as probably better than anything that the DCU or DC cinematic universes put together up to this point and some of that has to do with you know the self-referential humor of being a lego game right um but like i said it dc is very undervalued in in my opinion everybody knows marvel and mcu and and that is cool guy number one as far as that goes dc has the opportunity to do it um i mean they like i said they've done it in lego batman 2 Shoot, you can get on DC Universe Online, and there literally hundreds of thousands of characters available to pick from. Grab one and and run with it. Uh, Don't forget to spend four hours customizing your character. Like all good customization screens. Because <laughs> you don't just get to decide what you look like. You get to decide how you move through the world what kind of weapons you want, what your actual superpower is going to be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that is one that I, I'm a little bummed out myself that I've never actually gotten, gotten my hands on the, the DC universe online. Uh, it, it seems super creative and, you know, I don't mind uh, big open worlds like that from time to time. So, you know, I played some of it long time ago and it was good. It was real good, but it was, one of those where it's, hey, drop $2 here for this, and hey, drop $3 here for this. and uh, Curse you, Candy Crush, and your microtransactions. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that, the potential is there, but. Yeah. I don't know. But it's, I guess it, it's worth a peek maybe at least. Um, I mean, that's. That's part of what I enjoyed about Divinity Original Sin as much as I did. Because the character customization was excellent on there. So if you're also adding on top of what kind of weapons, weapon style you want to use, what super dope superpowers you want to unveil you know, as you move through, it's, uh, that, that's one I'm definitely going to have to try. 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, what do you think of Harley Quinn's inclusion in uh, the Suicide Squad game? She she's a super big name right now as far as you know the cinematics go. What with uh, she she got her own movie um, with uh, oh, the birds, Birds of Prey, right? And she's got her own cartoon on uh, HBO Max that I burned through the first season of, and I'm about four or five episodes in on the second season. It has been hilarious and fantastic. So, I mean, Harley Quinn is, is a big name as far as comic book characters go right now. Uh, do you feel like they're going to utilize her to her fullest? Um, I don't know. I think they're, she has the potential, um, and she's a good character. I just – I don't know how well it will translate to video game. I'm definitely intrigued. I know my kids like her, which is part of the reason why I think they're they're pumping out all this stuff is soaking as much as much as you can while it's popular because it'll burn out quick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, in Harley Quinn's main superpower is she's almost as crazy as the Joker, and she's a fantastic gymnast. Yeah, uh, with a baseball bat. Pretty much. <laughs> Did um, did you get a chance to check out the Avengers beta when it was open up to everybody? I did, and that is pretty much what I did for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because not only was that the open beta, those were my three magical days off. Uh, my girls actually loved watching me play through. I had to, like, you know, bust through some cutscenes, unfortunately, because you know, a little bit of swearing there, some light swearing. But... Uh, no, just the, the gameplay of it, the, the overworld as far as moving through the different missions. Uh, that was fantastic. And every one of my kids was upset that we couldn't play as Captain America. <laughs> so, no, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I have to say my favorite character to use was Iron Man. Uh, one, because who doesn't want to fly? Uh, but also, he, he kind of matched my play style a little bit better where – you know, he had the mobility as far as, like, flying, hovering, or, or whatever. Uh, he could work at range, not super effectively, but of the, the, four, the four characters that were available, he was definitely your long-range option, but could also do a fantastic job uh, getting mixed up in the middle. Yeah, see, and I'm, I'm, when it comes to games like that, I'm, I'm always more inclined to pick the ranged option. Mm -hmm. Always the archer. I'm always the sniper. I'm always, you know... I, yeah. I, I like to reach out and touch somebody from a distance. Yeah. Um, if I, the, the further away I can get to you before you get to me, the better. So I, I definitely agree on, on Iron Man um, being one of my favorites with that. I, I poured quite a few hours into it. I got early access to the beta because I have the uh, Earth's Mightiest Edition coming, which I got the email and it has shipped. Yes. So. <laughs> we, we will be putting an unboxing of that up on the Facebook page. So keep an eye out for that, but I'm definitely, definitely excited to get the, the full game experience uh, and, and dive into that. Me too. Uh, you know, we were talking about the, the loot system is in the Avengers game. And I, I gotta say it's, it was tricky at times, you know, it's not just a straight, okay, this has a higher number, so this one's better. Um, you know, it really made you look into what kind of stats and bonuses were attached to the right. gear, uh, you know, cryo damage resistance, or, um, you know, this triggers periodically on a dodge. So, it, you know, evaluate how it is you're playing the game. If you actually know how to dodge, um, then, hey, be all about that gear but if you just don't quite have that that quick twitch muscle fiber anymore uh dodging is is not going to be super beneficial to you so you're going to want more of the, the just raw resistances of it the hulk actually um was kind of tough for me to find gear for i the his back you know spine back piece whatever uh was his initial piece until I had basically finished the beta. Like I had a pretty hard time finding gear to drop for him. Um, so like I said before, the way the looting system is and the, the equipment system is reminds me a lot 
of like a, a destiny or um uh, division division yeah right where you didn't like actually run over there and pick it up it's just it's sort of poofed right yeah you know and, and, and maybe that was some of my problem well and, and like with the the different rarities of equipment and the levels and you know that that sort of thing reminded me a lot of division after every mission they gave you a chance to sort of rate how you thought the mission went you know on a one through five scale and for i bet 99 percent of folks that was a perfect way to to get a customer review on how that particular mission went but it was tough for me because okay the screen comes up i gotta spend two three minutes like really reflecting Right, the pacing was good. The the couple puzzles that I came across weren't impossibly difficult, but they were challenging. Um, the first time I went through the Hulk specific mission, I, I had to give it a two because the the loot payoff did not feel proportional to the amount of time played. And but then you know you go back through it. And I don't know if I just I did it better or faster, but it, the second go around I had a better drop table. Uh, so then that time I gave it a four or a five. Um, so they, they've got some, some figuring out to do as far as the, the loot distribution and rarities or effectiveness versus, you know, time invested. But I, overall, I, I can definitely see me pouring time into this game. Um, not just beating it, but going through it and actually mastering the game. Right. You know, we, I don't know, we might see some improvements once the game comes out. Cause again, we just played the beta. Once we get the finished polished version you know maybe they'll patch it at some point to to improve that loot system but you have to keep in mind that we did just get the the beta yeah so yeah the, the polished version could be better well i think the the weekend test too was also like a stress test for their servers and finding out how well they're going to perform under you know uh, just a general load and i don't know about you but i the whole time i never had problems with connectivity or you know, waiting on the server to talk back to my game. So if, if assuming this was a stress test, well, I did a fantastic job. When, when I first played it, I was having issues with uh, like matchmaking. Because mm -hmm. um, I would, when I, I ended up having to play the good majority of it by myself, uh, because trying to matchmake, it would just kick me out of the game. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm sure that's something that they'll fix, but did you have issues at all with that or? Um, it wasn't as bad on my weekend uh, because it was just, you know, lottie dotty everybody uh, where your, your probably your first couple of days were, you know, the, just the pre-order folks, but. Yeah, that, that's what I'm kind of figuring too is where I had, you know, beta access day one, you know, a week before everybody else. Mm -hmm. uh, that that could very well be. Yeah. Uh, if I had like just even one complaint about it, the the way that I operate my PS4 and I'm finding, you know, most PS4 operators do it. I put mine in rest mode when I'm done and just turn off TV. And then generally speaking, whenever I boot it back up, it drops me right back into where I was. And with the beta, it would close the game completely I go back through the main menu, loading, connecting to servers and all that. And I feel like that's something that the game can do in the background while I'm moving around the helicarrier, um, you know, go into my room and, you know, assuming do whatever I need to do with my cosmetics in there or switch between characters, you know, do all that bookkeeping stuff while I'm in the game. Right. You know, if I'm going to matchmake like right away, then, okay, well, that's you pay the toll. You got to wait your turn. Um, but that was, that was kind of a pain and definitely a consideration I had when I was going to boot the game up. All right. I, I'm going to turn this on now and then, you know, go get my coffee or whatever while this does its thing. Yeah. It, it very well could, you know, while you're running around the helicarrier, have you in the queue, you know, mm -hmm. so that it's yeah. ready to go. But I, I also understand that there's so many people playing that it's hard to do that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I understand. I don't know, Scott. Waiting, waiting for a connection is some 1995 nonsense. <laughs> www.yahoo.com. Go. 
let's go make a grilled cheese. We'll come back. Wait, waiting on that AOL <laughs> dial-up internet. Yep. So I, this day and age, you know, where everybody's got a phone in their pocket. I mean, I've, I would think being able to just get queued into a server uh, should be pretty small as far as uh, just computing demand goes. Yeah. But we'll see. Overall, give it a strong four out of five. Definitely recommend playing. Um, if you're even a casual fan of just the, the Marvel Universe, oh, also, um, Chris Evans is not Captain America. No. They knew that. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson is not Black Widow. No. <laughs> so, But they do have some heavy hitters for, for their voice actors. Yeah. I, that, don't get me wrong. The voice acting was great. It was, you know, appropriate. Everybody's tone was spot on. But because I have been conditioned by the MCU for these characters to sound a certain way, uh, it was a little jarring initially uh, when uh, Mr. Hemsworth's voice did not fall out of Thor's face. Right. Iron Man, like Iron Man, for instance, is done by Nolan North, um, who is a big, big name in the, the video game world. Like he was the voice of Nathan Drake in all of the Uncharted games. Um, you know, he's done a lot of a lot of voice acting. That was nice to see from a video game because there's uh, no way they could get the MCU voice actors. No. Just because the cost would be astronomical. And then we're looking at you gotta pay 150 for the straight game. Yeah. So no. No. <laughs> I mean, they're they're getting to where they're getting priced out of being in the movies anymore. Right. So a, a video game would have been impossible. Yeah, we we got Troy Baker doing the the voice of Bruce Banner. He was the voice of Joel in The Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, he was the the voice of Booker in Bioshock Infinite. Um, he he did voices for for. Batman Arkham Knight. He was the Arkham Knight. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they have big names. Definitely. Know? Just uh, uh, just more focused on, like, the video game superstars rather than the ones that most people are going to know. Right. Also, uh, with the Avengers, as a PlayStation exclusive, we, as PlayStation owners, will get Spider-Man. Um, nobody else other than PlayStation people are getting Spider-Man in the finished game. That is outstanding. And actually, so, the, the first question my wife had. Yeah. So Spider-Man will be making an appearance and is exclusive to PlayStation owners. That is awesome. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, but yeah, it's, where it's online like the way it is, the story is just going to keep growing and growing and getting bigger. So yep. it's not going to be, you know, it, I, mean, I shouldn't say it's not, but it's going to be hard for it to get stale you know what i'm saying definitely you look at the size of the dlc packages that games are adding nowadays you know it's not like the old days where you know your paid dlc of five dollars got you a new skin pack you know now you you get your season pass paid for right away and you're looking at two three maybe four honest to goodness additions to the actual story right um, so almost an entirely new game stapled onto the backside of your old one. Yeah, so we're going to get, you know, they'll, they'll continue to introduce new characters and give us new storylines and new regions. And so it's, it's going to be something that I think we will be playing for, you know, months and months and maybe yeah. even years. I mean. Yep. Um, you know, Borderlands 3, is, they're coming out with uh, – a new DLC for their game that you know adds another 10 to 12 hours of gameplay on the backside of that. So like we were talking about with DC, you know, Marvel has decades upon decades of storylines that they can draw from. Um, I think I saw somewhere the, the initial main villain for the Marvel game is going to be MODOK, mm -hmm. uh, which, which is a very ultimate, is a very ultimate baddie in the Marvel universe. Um, everybody knows Thanos. I'm sure he'll factor in there somewhere at one point or another. Um, so I, the, the possibilities are, are pretty sky high as far as stuff that they can just add to the game as a DLC. Yeah. So what are, what is it that you're looking forward to, you know, coming up? 
looking forward in the, the next week at least, uh, the fourth is going to be a big release day for uh, a couple games. But for me personally, I think the, the game that I'm going to buy when it comes out next is probably going to be Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Um, I've already got it pre-ordered. I wish we could all be as cool as you, Scott. <laughs> uh, Unfortunately, but, I didn't get the collector's edition. Well, did you, do you have room in your cabinet for the, the skateboard deck to shove in there? Oh, I'd just hang it on the wall by the, by the cabinet. By the cabinet or on the side. Yeah. <laughs> for, perfect. Uh, but no, I mean, on the fourth is when Avengers comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also when we get Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Uh, for me, um, this week, Madden drops. I mean, there's guys that already have it that paid the extra to get the the early release and all the extra Ultimate Team stuff. But just for me, standard edition will be just fine. So I have to wait till the 28th. But for me, uh, that's that's always a big part of my gaming because you know we do online leagues and. Yep all that goodness but so yeah madden for me on friday and then i mean by the time this airs i'll already have madden but yeah you know <laughs> but hey we, no. we speaking of we air every sunday on redline radio llc be sure to check it out darn right we do but by the time this airs i'll already have my madden but definitely those two games on the fourth are are gonna take up a good majority of my time Yep. Uh, you know, is, you know, just to reference out to our, our social media a little bit uh, with the, the Madden game coming out, you know, I know you typically run a league with uh, guys that you do play online games with quite a bit. Um, you know, I'd look forward to uh, maybe running a league with some of our listeners or, you know, I'll get my PlayStation Network name posted up to the insert coin to continue page. And you guys get me added on on the PlayStation. And when I get my Marvel Avengers game, well, let's match make up and let's let's play some games together. Absolutely. Uh, we, talked, we talked about before where, you know, friends you make online are sometimes better friends than the people you know in quote unquote real life. So I look forward to getting together with you guys. And having said that, I fully anticipate at least four or five total trolls, but you know, it, it is what it is. Well, what is the internet without trolls? A happy and wonderful place. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, we my, can't have that. My, my PlayStation name, same thing as my, my Twitter handle. It's Superman69101. You know, that's pretty standard where you'll find me on most everything. I mean. Just, uh, just give it a Google and just Scott's going to come up. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, that's been, that's been the same for 20 years yeah but yeah definitely uh we'll, we'll get some gaming in with our listeners whether it be they want to run some madden or if they want to run some call of duty I, I play that quite often some gta 5 i'm always on new avengers game you know there's always something that i'm willing to play with other friend, other people because you know friends make gaming better that's right like, gaming makes friendship better right like the other day i, I was playing some gta and you know i i posted on facebook hey anybody want to play some gta and i had a a friend he said he said you know you can only kill so many cops and hookers and <laughs> and i you know and i told him i says you know he said that he got burned out on it and i said that i don't that's not what i i'm not just running around killing cops and hookers i'm doing the bank heists and the casino heists and it's better with friends Yep. You know, if, it's not as toxic if you stay with your group of friends and you're, you actually have a purpose. Definitely. And, you know, you get back to that squad mentality that, you know, you and I both had at one point or another. I just, the camaraderie of whatever it is you're doing, whether you're burning through content or, you know, just tearing up the town, yeah. um, whatever it is, you know, doing it with friends is always more fun than flying through solo. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, be sure to add us on PlayStation Network. Um, like I said, I'm always down to play games. Yep. yep. And me too. You know, I've got uh, X amount of time that I can game. Um, but when I'm on nights, uh, that X is significantly larger. So if you are a super late night 
3 a.m. type of video game player, I'm your guy two weeks out of the month. <laughs> um, yes, sir. Um, so one that I am, I'm a little disappointed that, uh, unfortunately for me, is going to probably wait till it's $30, $40 for me to play is going to be Ghost of Tsushima. Um, that game looks amazing. It's a genre that I've always been really interested in. I mean, I still have swords that I collect. But uh, something that was really cool in gaming news, as far as that goes, like we talked about, is the first 50 players that 100% of the game, the gaming company actually sent them a, a sword guard. That was phenomenal. Um, you know, so I, these gaming companies, they're really stepping up their interaction with the community as well. Uh, so with the, the new games like Tony Hawk coming out, um, Marvel Avengers, Madden, uh, Suicide Squad, Gotham Knights, you know, for you people that are uh, perfectionists and can do it quickly, it, it may pay off really well for you to burn through the game and, and get that all coveted platinum or whatever the Xbox equivalent is. Yeah, I, I planned on borrowing it from Adrian because he said that he just completed it. But like, like we said, the Madden dropping and Tony Hawk and Avenger, I've just got such a backlog of stuff that I'll get to it eventually, I guess. Yep. So. Well, and we're coming into, uh, you know, the holiday season. Everybody's release dates are coming out and like the, the demand on your video gaming time is, is going to be sky high. So. You know, with, with the holiday coming, we should hear any day now should be getting information on PS5 pre-orders and price. And, you know, and the thing that I like the most is that with a lot of games like my Madden and, you know, they're going to give you the PS5 upgrade for free. Uh -huh. So you, you, cause couple of guys that I run my leagues with, you know, they said, Hey, are we going to start this now? Or are we going to wait for the PS five? Am I going to have to buy the game twice? No, you're going to get the free upgrade. Yep. And uh, what a fantastic move for uh, a lot of video game companies to acknowledge that that jump from four to five on its own isn't cheap. And the demands on everybody's money is significantly higher now than it used to be. But to not punish the folks who, who did invest in their game day one on current gen systems to go ahead and give them that bump when, when we do make that jump to the next generation. I don't imagine that's always going to be true. You know, a year from now when you buy your PS5, I don't know if that, you know, free new edition upgrade is going to be available. But that it's available now, even on its own, is just, you know, fantastic. Right, because they with the they want their opening weekend day one sales numbers to be you know sky high to justify putting as much money as they do into these games and the only way they can do that is to get people to not wait till five comes out yeah so by telling them hey you know you buy this game now when it comes out you can play it on your four and then get the upgrade on your five is just smart marketing definitely so, and, you know, hopefully a lesson learned as, as things move forward. Um, I'll tell you, one company that is, that is not learning uh, from the rest of the world as far as caring about their consumer base has uh, got to be the folks over there running Destiny 2. Uh, there's been rumors going around that they're talking about um, archiving uh, old game content, um, stuff specifically that came up in older DLCs uh, like DLC 1 and 2. Um, that they're going to put in an archive. Uh, the best example I can give is magic related. So in Magic the Gathering, you've got standard and standard is, you know, the most current sets. And then at rotation, the, the oldest number of sets gets pushed out into pioneer, historic, modern. And then the new sets are, it, your number of standard legal sets are significantly smaller. So they're talking about doing that with Destiny 2. So the problem with that is this is all paid content that people have paid their money for, for a video game. So it they're going to be obsolete. It's going to be obsolete, deleted, you know, whatever. So I, I, I have very serious reservations about destiny two at the moment anyway, 
now if that's the model that they're going to go to um I, I i don't have very high hopes for destiny 2 continuing to be a, a viable game like it is they are propped up to some degree by uh, microtransactions but i can't imagine that's keeping the lights on over there yeah but you they have a small dedicated fan base but that's only going to carry them so far yep so we'll see yeah, that, that um, fan base will only carry them so far they're going to have to start giving a shit about their their fans, you know. Yep. It's the only way to survive. Yep. So we'll see. Um, you know, maybe nothing comes of it, but um, like I said, I I very much enjoyed the the game companies that are taking care of uh, their, their customer base, their fan base. Um, you know, with Squeenix finally coming out with uh, the 7 remake, it seems like it's all been uphill or all uphill as far as things getting better um, with game companies caring about us. Um, free upgraded copies if you bought Madden. Um, GTA 5 is doing the same thing. They'll upgrade you to your PS5 when, when the 5 does finally come out. Uh, that, that's just got to be the golden standard moving forward. Absolutely. But I appreciate everybody uh, coming in to listen to us today. Like I said, be sure to check us out Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on Redline Radio LLC. You can follow us on our Facebook page. You can follow me on Twitter at Superman69101. And, you know, what we're going to continue to put out content for you guys and do, do the best we can to keep you updated on all things gaming. Definitely. Get a hold of us on our Facebook page, guys. If there's like I said, a game you want us to do a deep dive on, something specific you want to hear about, uh, let us know. You know, we're, we're always digging in. We're finding the next couple things. I've got uh, two guys that I'm setting up interviews for. Uh, one is a, a video game streamer and former video game store owner. Uh, his name's Shane. He's a super great guy. Um, get a hold of him here in the near future. And another friend of mine that is probably Star Citizen fanboy number one. Um, so definitely look out for those interviews uh, in coming episodes. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for stopping by, and we will catch you next week. Later. Coin to continue.